0: When? Let's let's
1: try this again. I'm not okay. quite sure what happened. <laughs> I was going, Dan. Either. Dan. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. That was very strange. So we'll 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 try again. I apologize for that.
0: Tef- no, technical
1: difficulties.
0: Not your fault. I hope it wasn't me. I hope it was. Uh. <laughs> no, it was weird. I couldn't hear you all of a sudden. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah, same here. And and I could see you were still connected, but was, okay, Dan, Dan, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's probably me on my end or something. So, well, regardless, okay, well, we'll go ahead and get started again. And uh, so I, I wanna, you know, we'll, we'll kind of start over in a sense, I wanna say, good to talk with you Dan <laughs> welcome um, we had a little bit of technical difficulty so Dan and I already started of our little pleasantries um, and, and and I genuinely do you know uh, <laughs> I am happy to be talking to Dan again I'm glad you know I want to continue to stay in touch with with my students so um, so thanks again for joining us and Thank we were you. actually talking about that Dan's you know very busy guy he's got a little one how, how old is your little one now how old is she
0: two? he's two a little over two so a few okay, months older than sorry. two. Okay. In the middle of potty. One training. On the way. Yep. Oh dear. <laughs> yep. And then one oh boy, I remember those. Days. Yeah, we're trying to get it done before the one comes in April. So
1: That's a good idea. <laughs> as far in advance as possible, exactly. right? You will will off uh some regression. Yeah. <laughs> so don't be shocked by that. I'm sure they've told you that. So. <laughs>
0: it's good to hear.
1: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely yeah yeah don't don't feel like you've been you're like you're a failure and oh my gosh where are we starting all over again you know right <laughs> it's expected so right. yeah for sure so um so yeah and he's got another one you know as i said on the way in april and uh so that's pretty exciting so obviously a very busy guy with <laughs> a potty training four year old and <laughs> another one on the way and a new job and uh and you've been uh you've been there for a, at least a couple yep. of months depending on whether you ask linkedin or anyone else mm-hmm. and um why don't you go ahead and sort of introduce yourself? Just you know, tell us who you are and what your role is and uh, where you're working and, and a, little bit yeah. that, a little bit about the company and that kind
0: of Okay, thing. well, um, so I'm 31 years old and uh, uh, like Gwen said, had a wife and a baby and live here in Salt Lake City and um, I have a background that has nothing to do with uh, computers or tech and Gwen and I kind of share the same background except she was much more advanced than I was. I, I was in the social work scene as a case manager and she was an actual therapist, the real deal. Um, and uh, that was my schooling. And um, after, after I got through with my schooling, I kind of got burned out on that and kind of switched courses. And that's when I found web development and um so here and, and that's when i kind of decided to go with the thankful thing which w- which i was super happy about afterward um we can talk more, more about that later but anyways um yeah landed in in the tech career in, um or in in the i guess tech field um and quickly fell in love with it and recently, um, after going through the Thinkful thing, I I took a little bit long. Hey, Gwen.
1: Third time's a charm. I figured out what it was. My, my phone was picking up my network, uh, printer's network. (laughs) (laughs) And it would all of a sudden switch me over to the printer's network. So we weren't even on the same (laughs) network anymore. Oh my gosh, that was frustrating. So we are going to try one one more time. <laughs> Actually process that last audio so we can clip them together if we need to. That's okay. no problem. So
0: you can so, copy and paste, huh? Exactly,
1: exactly. So we have, okay. we're going to kind of dive in sort of uh, a little bit a little ways in here but we're going to uh, um, we're talking with Dan Riding here and I want to I want Dan to and I'll stop talking. I want you to talk. Um we're talking with Dan Riding and and I want him to go ahead and introduce himself, tell us a little bit about himself. So go ahead Dan.
0: Okay. Thanks, Quinn. I <laughs> I um I'll kind of go back to the beginning here. I okay. um, I am 31 years old. I live here, um, like Gwen said, with my family in, in Salt Lake City, and lived here most of my life. I uh, have a background that has nothing to do with tech. Um, we, I started out in the social um, work scene, um, similar mm-hmm. with a similar background, except she was. Much more, f- much further along than I was. <laughs> I, I was uh, just case management, and uh, Gwen was the, the real deal as a therapist. Oh, not so. just
1: though. You guys were boots on the ground. <laughs> you were the ones who, who really saw the you know
0: what, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> and dealt but, with it. Uh, you know? And I I did love that, um, but I just kind of got burned out after a little while, and was searching for a new career and um, kind of a new direction. And that's when I discovered um, web development from a friend. And quickly fell in love with it as a hobby and wanted to evolve it more into a full-time gig. Um, so that's when I found Thinkful and loved my time at Thinkful. Um, took a lot longer than most people um, go through Thinkful um, because I'm slow. How long did it take you? <laughs> uh, well, the curriculum took me um, nine months about. Mm -hmm. And then after the, after the curriculum, I spent some time, um, kind of resorting back to setting tile and not spending as much time in code. And then finally kind of got back into it and threw myself back into it and finished off Mm -hmm. some projects and portfolios and, and, uh, and then went through career counseling with Gwen. So, Sure. And and you're
1: not, you're, I will say that I just want to interject this, that you're certainly not the only student that I've worked with that's done that. And certainly I'm sure not the only thankful student that's, that's had, you know, kind of that um, on again, off again, you know, relationship with the curriculum, getting everything done. Because truthfully, you know, when you've got mouths to feed, it's a whole different story, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that was, mm-hmm. that was a big part of it. And also taking care of my daughter and stuff. My wife and I were kind of tag teaming her and stuff. So mm-hmm. cause for a little bit more, um, slow progress, Sure, Absolutely. <laughs> but, Absolutely. but at the same time I did, I did love it. And, um, and once I finally did get through the curriculum and did kind of get a portfolio and, um, some capstone projects done, that's when I got into career services Mm-hmm. and worked with Gwen for, um, a number of months again, before I caught on, cause I'm kind of slow. So <laughs> <laughs> once I finally caught on to kind of caught the vision of what, what it meant to be an applicant in the tech field with bootcamp experience, um, mm-hmm. which can some, which sometimes has a, a, a bad stigma about it that, uh, <laughs> that unfortunately I think, I think the field is hopefully moving away from, but, um, it is kind of, it was kind of rough to kind of figure out uh, what I had to do to actually, um, land a job. But once I did, I, I landed a, I land, I had a couple of opportunities coming in and, um, I was very close to getting a full-time position and kind of ducked out of that one for a, um, opportunity that was a paid internship, um, a paid internship to hire. And this position, um, was with a company that I was a little bit more interested in with than that other one. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so I took this one and I've been doing that for two months and I'm, I have not uh, regretted the decision. It's that's been great. That's
1: um, good to hear that so far. Say. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and that's rise point.
0: Yeah. And it's a company called rise point. Um, yeah, thank you. They do, um, they do, they, they, they're a software as a service. Uh, they do, um, auditing software for the service industry. Um, they, uh, so lots of restaurants and hotels and, um, they do all sorts of other random auditing things as well for, um, checking out like this, uh, clothing lines and, all the way down to like cleaning supplies and, and ski companies. Uh, So they kind of, they, they work with a bunch of the auditing materials that you can um, find uh, like the, the audit um, sweatshops and stuff to make sure that uh, everything's in line and in order. So it's not, Mm -hmm. I found out it's not just the service industry.
1: That's nice. That's nice.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure the
1: listeners are, are are glad to hear that, you know. I mean, most of us, I think. I don't know that there's anyone anyone amongst us who says, "Oh no, go sweatshops." <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know, long live the sweatshop.
0: <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> so, this yeah. company is uh, helping people helping protect companies against that. So, because sometimes companies don't know what is happening on the other side of the world where their products right. are being made. So.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's hard to know that. And, and it, unless you're on the ground, you know, you've got someone on the ground there, uh, you know, who can actually, um, uh, you know, if physically and visually, you know, observe the space. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. exactly. That, can, that can be tough. So well, So it's kind Go of, it's kind of an interesting um, company that I've landed in. I had no idea about them before I kind of landed in it. And um and now that I'm there, though the position it, it is a front end um, web development position using mm-hmm. Angular um, four and two, so um, okay. which is kind of ironic because the the career or the path that I chose to go through in um, Thinkful was React.
1: React, right? <laughs> right. I learned right. the yeah, wrong what's, one. <laughs> what's that been like?
0: Just kidding. That that's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun to. <laughs> to switch over from react and get into angular um it's it's been a great learning opportunity so um definitely the the skills that i learned um even going through the react curriculum and stuff they definitely do transfer over to learning angular so that's good it's helped that's
1: good enough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i've had a lot of students who have actually said that you know well i wonder if i should learn angular or there's angular position you know that um at this company and I'm interested in the company, but it doesn't look like they're using react or that kind of thing. And that, you know, there's some concern that they're worried a little bit about whether or not, you know, it will transfer, you know, whether it exactly. will apply. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Absolutely. In the, That's good. Yep. The focus and the, and the understanding of, of kind of how the front end works as a general piece mm-hmm. um, is definitely helpful. So Okay.
1: That's good. That's good. So even having been there just a couple of
0: mm-hmm
1: little over two months how how adept do you feel i mean because you're using it every day so i'm sure that's a little different how adept do you feel at angular how, how well have you yeah it? uh
0: progress has come quick uh i definitely i yeah <laughs> i mean it's
1: see you're not well sold. i mean
0: prog- <laughs> progress has come quick we'll just say doing it full-time like you said compared to <laughs> right. um not before yeah. but the i mm-hmm. i can't say i i feel super adept because the people that i'm working with there are are you know, have been doing this for a very long time and they're awesome and they know so much more mm-hmm. than me. Coding with them is is mm-hmm. very uh humbling, so
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and do you find them to be uh supportive and helpful? And yes, uh, you know, are they there for you when you have questions? Yes, they, okay. they have been for extremely
0: you. supportive. Um, every time every time I express any inadequacies, they always step in and say, Hey, we've all been there, you know which is really sure. cool. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that would have happened as much had I got the, had I taken the other full-time position at a company called task easy um, because it mm-hmm. wasn't as much a learning. They kind of need somebody to jump in hard as, as an experienced ah, okay. um, person. And so this was a little bit slower mm-hmm. route, true to form true to my form, I guess. So <laughs> sure, but as, sure. as an intern, <laughs> yeah, they've, they've, they've been um, very like, helping with the education and everything. So it's been really cool.
1: Mm. So. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Well, and I think there, you know, there's, that's definitely been a theme, you know, kind of a thread in talking with a lot of my students and um, follow up that, that they, they find that, uh, you know, the feedback that they get from the more senior or more seasoned people that they're working with is, hey, you know, nobody knows everything. Right. <laughs> and there's no way you can ever know everything in this field. So, uh, you know, th- we've all been there. Like you said, we've all been there. And, uh, you know, y- you'll get there as well. You'll get to where we are essentially. But there will always be something new for yes. all of us to learn, you know. But it's constantly, uh, de- constant development in a figurative and sense. Yes, yes. So
0: without a doubt. And absolutely. it's and it's a big okay. challenge, but it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun too. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's
1: great. That's great. So, so this is currently is, and I know we had talked about that, you know, um, an internship mm-hmm. and what is, the, how do you see, you know, how, how do they envision or how have they communicated
0: uh, envisioning the, um, the role going forward? Yeah. Then? So they, um, the reason they do a paid internship is, is they, they do, they want to keep their interns. So. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of a training period, um, is the feel that I kind of get with for it. Um, they, they want their, they want to hire their interns because it's kind of like a cheap training for them, you know, (laughs) um, which, which is a benefit to us both. Um, in my opinion, some people may not see it that way, but I do see it that way Mm -hmm. that, uh, three months of training, um, in a, in a professional environment, Afterward, they're hiring me as a full-time front-end employee with front-end front-end developer with all the benefits and salary and everything. It's definitely worth it, especially um, with this company because they're pretty awesome. So,
1: yeah, so which
0: which was the draw in the beginning? Um, I through the interview process, I did. have to kind of, kind of set some lines there or make them draw some lines there that are like, yes, we do hire our interns because otherwise I wasn't super interested in it. But <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. so you, you engaged in that conversation as part of the, you know, part of the interview process or the part of the stages to ensure that it was going to go in the direction that, you know, exactly. that it was going to have the future that you wanted. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. At least, at least Smart the model, fact so. that,
0: yeah. And, and whether, whether, whether I meet their standards or or anything at the end is yet to be seen, but at least I know that, you know, that going into it, that their intention was to, you know, intern to hire. So.
1: Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That they have future plans Mm -hmm. for you (laughs) ideally. So that's great. That's terrific. Um, and. Okay. And so, um, Tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of your day-to-day. What is what is an average or a typical day? Maybe there is no such thing, but what does an average or typical day look like? So
0: what a typical doing? day, um, at, at this particular company, they do um, two-week sprints, uh, mm-hmm. which just means they're, you're pushing hard, trying to trying to accomplish um, a certain amount of tasks um, and get a mm-hmm. certain amount of things done. And then, and then the week, um, and then they take a week uh, that's kind of like a – a breather, you know? (laughs) Um, but also Mm -hmm. it's, it's more of a planning week to plan for the next sprint. So, um, Mm -hmm. during those sprints, a a typical day is, is, uh, this position, it is kind of a nine to five thing, um, Monday through Friday, you know, and, Mm -hmm. um, you'll, uh, once I get there, uh, depending on what they have me working on at the moment, um, they've just started using me to build, uh, to help with some of their user stories, um, which which is right now they're building um, a huge part of their application that allows um, people to build those, uh, those quality assurance forms um, kind of thing. So companies can pick up on or companies can go in and design exactly how they want their audit to go. And that's kind of what Mm -hmm. we're building right now. So I'll get a user story that says, um, we want this component. We want you to build a component that will do this. And, and then with me, because I'm not as experienced as the others, I've been working very hard the last two months to kind of learn their code base and, and, uh, learn just how they have everything organized. And Mm -hmm. now that, um, now that I'm kind of getting the hang of where to find things, where to find all the different uh, moving pieces of the front end, um, I'm I'm a little bit more able to build those components. And again, I have to still um, ask a lot of questions, but they've they've mm-hmm. um, they I, I've come I'm I've kind of had to find the fine line between figuring things out on my own and asking them. So I'm not always in their hair. Sure.
1: <laughs> you know. Right, right. Kind of striking out on your own. Exactly. So, there. and,
0: and, cause that's, that's, sure. I mean, if I'm trying to impress them, um, you know, for hire after the internship, I don't want to be that, that annoying person who can't do things on his own. So I've been trying to, uh, right, right. trying to walk that line. And, um, anyways, uh, lots of, so lots of my days is, is spent, um learning their system and lots of it is spent um uh for for for, at the beginning there was kind of spent learning angular but now it's more building um Mm -hmm. the the, Mm -hmm. you're uh, completing the user stories that they give me so it's a lot of fun sure it's a lot of fun
1: okay Interesting. Interesting. And is it fun to see then sort of the product, kind of the output yeah. of that?
0: Yeah. It's really cool uh, mm-hmm. The um, to see it all working together and all the moving pieces um, from all the different people coming together. Um, I was always kind of afraid of jumping into of the career field because um, spending time at, at Thinkful and stuff and for how new I am to the field, um, just doing your own apps or working with a couple people on the apps versus working with, you know, tons of people, (laughs) it's a whole different animal Mm -hmm. and, uh, you can get a lot more things done and people take smaller pieces and pump out as much, um, code as possible. And so the, they, they have major releases at this company and the next release we're working on is happening in February. So. so,
1: Okay. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: So there's a lot of push for
0: February. So.
1: Um, sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's a good thing I didn't ask you for this in yeah. February. <laughs> or even January, <laughs> you've been going, forget it, yeah. not a chance. <laughs> okay, all right. So, so um, are are there, and you're working on site, right? right not remotely. On site. Yeah. Okay. That's what It's on All site. Right. Okay. They do, and, they
0: do allow, okay. they do have um, people who work remotely and stuff. And if you need, if you need a few days um, to work at home or whatever, they're, you're, they're fine with it. But for the most part, it's on site.
1: Okay. Okay. So they're mm-hmm. flexible, which is nice yeah. to know. Yeah. <laughs> that's always helpful, especially for someone with. Yeah, exactly. Ones at yeah. Home, so. <laughs> okay. All right. And um, how much of, of talk about how much of what you're doing on the job? Did you learn on the job? Um,
0: so, yeah.
1: Obviously, because you're working Angular, yeah, you that's a little it's bit so,
0: different. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's the base, <laughs> the base that I learned um, at Thinkful has helped tremendously um, because I'm not stepping mm-hmm. in new to everything. So there's, I kind of got a taste for stepping in new to everything because I also did a little bit um, of their, when I first got into this company, they they wanted me to kind of do a few um, QA things, so testing and automation mm-hmm, testing, mm-hmm. Um, which they uh-huh. use C sharp to do, and and so okay. I was jumping in fresh there and didn't really have like a base um, yeah. to go off of, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you mm-hmm. know, out, outside of like <laughs> the very um, fundamental things of of <laughs> what it is to. Build things on the computer, but, <laughs> but anyways,
1: Welcome to kindergarten, right?
0: But after, after I stared at the screen long enough, things started to make sense and, and, uh, and, and <laughs> asked, um, people, you know, uh, people helped me kind of get through that. And, and they kind of, they do that with um, their newer people yeah. just so that they can get a feel for the testing that goes on. So that they can build with more mm-hmm. of the tests in mind coming up, you know. Sure. So, sure. Um, so once, so definitely that was that was a huge challenge the first little bit. But the now that I'm more uh, focused on the front end, which is more of the JavaScript stuff that I focused on and thankful, um, it's helped a huge amount to have that base, even though I didn't know Angular. Um, mm-hmm. Just to know how. Um, how node works, um, node and, and no package manager. Um, even that alone has put me in front of lots of interns that they've had in the past and stuff. Um, so mm-hmm. that, um, coupled with knowing the basics of JavaScript, um, has helped tremendously. So, but, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. like I said, in, in two months with doing this every day, um, for eight hours working with professionals who are a lot better than you, you progress a lot more quickly. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where, right, to, where right. to, where to draw that line there. Of
1: Yeah. Where to draw that line. <laughs> exactly. Kind of that percentages. And, so. and, and <laughs> in
0: my particular case um, I think I've learned definitely uh, been more quickly learning um, on the job versus off. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been mm-hmm. so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, and, and I think that's really, you know, I think it's less, um you know, while what you learned at Thinkful and, you know, we want to obviously uh, reinforce or, or make sure that, you know, Thinkful certainly wants to enforce, reinforce or make sure that you, that, you know, that you learned plenty to prepare you for, you know, your eventual job. Exactly. But I think almost more importantly is the fact that, uh, you know, you're, you're going to continue to learn a lot of what you're going to be actually doing in the job. You are going to learn yes. on the job, you know? So I think a lot of students get very intimidated. That, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for this. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I've got the capability, the ability to do this. I don't know if I'm prepared. If I don't know if I've got enough practice or skills. Or that I definitely so felt so I think There's that a lot of way. self-doubt with a lot of students. <laughs> you did, yeah. Imposter yeah. season, right? <laughs> yeah, but that,
0: but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I've been well informed from everybody that that continues through the job and, and it was yeah, helpful that yeah. that I had, I was, I, I work, one of my coworkers, he, now he, um he's been coding for quite a while and he started doing the automation testing at the same time I did. And we were both on the same mm-hmm. page and it was kind of refreshing to see that, you know, even though he's been a coder for a long time, he still had that same kind of imposter syndrome. We both talked about it <laughs> um, because he's like, yeah. yeah, but I've never touched this stuff. So like, I'm just like, faking it until i make it you know (laughs) just like you are i'm like okay well that's comforting
1: (laughs) yeah well there's that asynchronous learning experience as opposed to you know where most of us are used to more used to kind of the traditional uh you know kind of the standard whether it's public or private but the standard sort of um pathway where uh, you know if you're in you know sixth grade you're in sixth grade so if you're in fifth grade you know less than a sixth grader but that's not necessarily true. There's an asynchrony there in the sense that, you know, it'd be like a sixth grader uh, knowing less in math than a fifth grader who's really good at math or who's done it for a long time or whatever the case might be. But that same fifth grader might be, you know, well behind where the sixth grader might be with reading or, yeah. or you know, writing or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: And and with, with the programming world, um, with all the languages and stuff moving so quickly um, and changing so quickly it kind of levels the playing field. <laughs>
1: yeah, the... yep, absolutely, absolutely, that's right. Well, and I do remember, and I think you may have even been on that call when we when we did an original uh, with Robbie Kim, who said that the developers, you know, he, he actually specifically said that the developers he works with at a consultancy um, called uh, New Foundry in Detroit told him flat out, and and he corroborated that, that, you know, he, there's, it's not possible to be anything called an expert developer because there is no such yeah. thing. There's always something new to learn,
0: right?
1: You know, there's always, there's always uh, growth. There's always something, you know, new to master. And, you know, they, they, well, he was working in Swift for the very first time once he got the job. Um, He had never touched it before. Well, he, he mastered it fairly quickly um, or picked it up very quickly. And he said, you know, but they're going to be switching to a new version of Swift in a few months and we'll all be starting over again. Yeah, exactly. so you know, it's not sort of this you know clear pathway where oh I've learned it, it's behind me, I never have to touch that again. So there'll always be something else to learn. So you know, it really is a good uh, career, I would think. For it, I've always thought that for people who uh, who enjoy that experience of learning, yeah,
0: you know, exactly. enjoy
1: that um you know constant learning, right? So
0: right, yeah. and, and you and 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 like. Like another example is, is there's these data science geniuses who are, you know, on the same team as myself who, who have never touched Angular, you know, they've, they they do not know what Angular is and they don't really do JavaScript and stuff. And so, so every, you know, there's right. a, there's a, there's a part for everyone to play. So, um, mm-hmm. that does help coming fresh out of a boot camp you know, or a thankful program and stuff when, when. In, you feel like you're behind, but at the same time, there's a lot of people who don't know what we learned and thankful. So, mm-hmm. so that gives you mm-hmm. a leg up.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'd, I'd love to hear, you know, let's talk just a little bit about, you know, tell, tell the listeners about how, how you built a cohesive narrative based on your projects, the projects that you had, you know, that um, kind of that sort of that, um, you know, your story, basically, that narrative that you created on, on your LinkedIn profile yeah.
0: and in your, your portfolio. So Gwen had a big part to play in this because I didn't I didn't I well, didn't know <laughs> um, exactly what I was doing as far as building a narrative. I knew what my interests were and and many of my interests like are are outside of your typical tech (laughs) a guru (laughs) or or genius you know um my Mm -hmm. lots of my interests you know living in utah my whole life obviously there's kind of a common thread there amongst utahns in colorado and you know the west is is i have a very strong passion for the outdoors and um and i told gwen this i was almost kind of anti-tech um, anti-technology, um, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, my first smartphone I got like uh, halfway through the Thinkful program. So, um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of behind as far as that goes. When? There
1: you are. Hey. Hey. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. That was. I'm not know. sure that was you. I don't know. My printer's off, so I know that's not what it was. I'm not sure what, yeah. what that.
0: I. I have no idea. Either you cut off. Oh, but. Good I'll, grief. I but can yeah, dig right back in. What was the last word that you said? Or that you heard.
1: <laughs> uh, you said that you were kind of anti-tech.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I was, I, thank you. I was, I mm-hmm. went on for a little bit, so I didn't know where we could Oh, it. sorry. <laughs> no, no, no worries. So I was kind of anti-tech. Um, I, living in Salt Lake, I uh, y- had a lot to do with the outdoors. Um, I love the outdoors and I loved connecting with people face to face, um, which, you know, is not, not necessarily the way that we see the world going these days. And, um, being in the social field, I did see that as a problem, um, to always be... Mm-hmm you know, connected. And so Gwen kind of helped me figure out and and all of that stuff. I hadn't really um, brought to the light or like considered it like I can add to the tech field or or the tech industry or anything. But Gwen kind of helped point out that um, that itself is kind of a brand that I wanted to build apps and stuff that could connect people um, more on a a smaller level um, so that you're not dealing with the whole world, but you're dealing with a few people. So, um, Mm -hmm. when you combine the, the, the two, those two ideas, like the outdoors and stuff, like, like, um, I do have a very strong interest in, you know, helping people find each other, um, to share experiences with like, um, uh, real life experiences, like either in the outdoors or, um, I built an app that was a book club that could be handled more on a small level with a, a small group of people so that they could actually talk to each other and get to know each other instead of, um, you know, uh, communicating through huge forums and huge comment feeds that, that, uh, nobody gets to know each other. Um, and, uh, another app that I had going was, was kind of, uh, how to find is it's kind of a meetup for backcountry skiers, um, so -hmm. that people can, um, meet up and go on tours with each, with each other, um, depending on where you're at in Utah. And so, Mm -hmm. and both of those things are are grand that brand that Gwen helped me establish that I wanted to connect people, um, together on more of a face-to-face type of thing. So, Mm
1: -hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which... Well, and that, that was some of it was just that that was a valid desire <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that you wanted to do that. And, and truthfully, you know, you you built apps that you, you know, that's kind of where your starting point was you built apps that and, and decided on projects, chose projects or, or ideated projects based on your interests, not based on, you know, something that you were assigned or told or whatever, but but based on something that you wished existed.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Things that would help me. To uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right.
1: Exactly. That I
0: would, that I I wouldn't feel embarrassed to like invite my family or friends and say, Hey, get this app or something like that, you know, but, and, and obviously that's, that's, I would love to continue doing that in the future, um, with personal projects, um, instead of, you know, uh, you know, not always being involved with, uh, uh, Let's see, companies companies and stuff, um, you know, making a salary and stuff, I'd like to definitely do some of my own things that, mm-hmm. that accomplish Absolutely. those goals, so.
1: Yeah, you bet, you bet. Well, and did that help then, you know... It, because these were kind of passion projects for you. I mean, they were things that you wished existed. There mm-hmm. were things that you believed in you stood behind, you know, um, did that help in, you know, in your process at all, in terms of like the job search process, in terms of the interview process that, that you, you know, you kind of had a passion for these things and, and they were sort of, um, like I say, pet projects. They weren't just something you were assigned in school. Yeah.
0: So I, I would say that, I would say that that helped, um, me to be more passionate about the projects when I talk to people about them. So when I talked to people mm-hmm. who were interviewing me, they said, well, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell me a little bit about your capstone projects and stuff. I was able to actually like get into it, you know, <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, yeah, and, be, exactly. and be happy about it and be proud of it, even though like, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. I wasn't super happy about my code. Um, the, mm-hmm. This last interview I had here, or one of the last interviews that, that was conducted here at Rise Point. Um, the guy who was mm-hmm. interviewing me, he, he, um, he was actually, he's, he's like, and, and you came up with the idea and you built this and stuff. He's like, he's like who designed like the, the layout and the wireframe and stuff. And, or the, the logic behind, you know, how this was going to go and stuff. And I was like, well, I did because it was a capstone and stuff. And they're all, mm-hmm. um, they, 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 thought it was cool, um, just because you know it, it was a way to kind of control the size of, of the group or, or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and connect on a personal level and stuff, and so just the fact just the fact that I was able to tell them um, that I was able to build something with my interests was a conversation mm-hmm. piece that I was able to do, sure. you know and and get a little bit of um, hopefully traction with them when they were sure. seeing oh this guy actually likes to likes to uh, you know, he does things he's interested in and he likes to code and stuff and
1: right. which are true but right. it, it
0: helps to it helps to like show a piece like, Oh, this is these are my passions and I love mm-hmm. to build things in my passions, you know. <laughs>
1: Sure. Absolutely. You know, that you're doing it because you love it, not because, well, I just need a job that pays. Me yeah, after, you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. And they, I was told somebody told me this is a good job. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: No, and there's mm-hmm. and there's lots of people who who commented on that through a few different interview processes, even though even though I didn't particularly land in a job that that is is right down the alley of my interests. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like in the future, I'd like to work with maybe some of these big outdoor companies um, that um, that they have here in Utah. And But mm-hmm. I mean, even though this job wasn't that job, um, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It still helped me to kind of, um, like I said, get a conversation piece and they could see that I was excited about it. So...
1: Right, absolutely. Okay. And, That's good. That's good to hear. Go ahead.
0: Sarah. Yeah, and they and and just going along with that, um, they could see that I wanted to continue those things, continue those mm-hmm. passions forward, even though, you know, even though I was getting a job with them, you know, like it wasn't going to stop me, you know. Right. From right. getting right. better and learning more and stuff like that.
1: Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and um had you been working on uh, open source project uh, projects at all, or were you working on any? Um, you
0: know, I had yeah. I, had, I had started doing a few group projects and stuff. Right um, mm-hmm. when I got this, which this this slowed has slowed down those group projects, but I still mm-hmm. am involved with those projects as well. <laughs> great, so, great. That's good and to hear. The open source. Um, I did get a few links to start in that, and um, and I would definitely, I definitely want to, but haven't had the time yet. So, okay, but, um, but that is, that is definitely like when they say like everybody, um, at Thinkful or many people at Thinkful and lots of blogs that I've read, um, said definitely get started, get into open source projects and stuff. Um, that's not a lie. I wish I would have done that. And (laughs) there's, there's a lot of people (laughs) who have, um, a lot of people who wanted to hear if I had done open source projects through the interview yeah. processes that I was able, that I wasn't able to say yes, sure. you know, as well as sure, crew sure. projects going on, but that's it. So,
1: okay, good, good. Well, and, and hopefully some, some others can, you know, and listeners can, can uh, learn from your, yeah, your experience. Exactly. Yeah,
0: that's good. That's <laughs> that it, it good. is a good thing. It is a good, <laughs> it is a good, uh, uh, a wise still, piece of device, Yeah. So. And tool to have in, mm-hmm. in your backpack, you know, mm-hmm. so <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, now, you had a, a kind of, I mean, you sort of took to and, and really ran with sort of a unique approach to, you know, initiating, you know, to, to your, with your job search experience to initiating uh, the process with any particular company or that kind of thing. It, it wasn't, um, you know, the, the the bulk of your activity wasn't necessarily sitting behind a computer and just applying blindly online.
0: yeah. Yes. Tell us about that. So there was, there was, um, so Gwen also helped me get catch the vision of this. This is what it took. This is kind of when I say it took me a little bit to catch the vision of what applying to jobs meant. Um, I didn't, I didn't, once I finally got this, I started getting, um, or I started going a lot more quickly through the whole interview process, which was, um, which was not necessarily, uh, I, I did that for a while. I did sit behind a computer and send a bunch of applications out to a bunch of companies um, who uh, said that they were hiring, and mm-hmm. and nobody gave me the time of day. I heard back from nobody except like months later, you know, or, or weeks later or something. They'd be like, "Oh, we filled the position, you know, whatever. Thank you for your," it, mm-hmm. which more it was just a it was just a courtesy or uh, whatever yeah. an automatic automatic reply. So I wasn't getting to talk to anybody or, or any real people will say. Um, yeah. and so when I changed the approach after hearing a few, um, different, uh, recordings from other thankful students, who have had success and stuff. A few, of, a few of Quinn's, uh, students that she was working with and stuff. I, I kind of caught on to what they were doing, which was, um, talking to real people. And, and mm-hmm. so, the second that I started diving into that and started trying to reach real people and talk to, um, talk to them on LinkedIn and inviting them for a face-to-face conversation, uh, I did the whole, you know, taking them out to lunch thing, you know, like I, I would just, I would reach out to new people, um, in companies that I wanted to work for, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, there wasn't a I, of time doing that, that before I landed a job. So I can't say that I took a ton of people out to lunch, but I did take, you know, (laughs) there's a decent amount of people I've had. I had face-to-face conversations with and, and, um, I did, it was, it was kind of a process where I'd, I'd, I'd find somebody on, on LinkedIn, reach out to them and say, Hey, I'm super interested in what you do. Um, and the, the job that you have and the company that you work for and stuff, I'd love to learn more. And if they connected, then I would grab them. I'd be like, Hey, um, you know, the second that they connected, I would be like, can we meet up? Can we, can I Mm -hmm. have a conversation with you? You know, would you, would you be okay if I took you out to lunch? And most, and most people um, if it's local, you know, they're stoked to do that. They're like, yeah, free lunch, you know, whatever for a conversation, <laughs> whatnot, you know, yeah, and, exactly. and even though I felt like I was stepping on their toes and stuff, they, they were all very willing. I found people to be very willing, um, to help me out, not just because I was taking them out to lunch, but just to have a conversation with me. They were willing mm-hmm. to share their experience with me and help me out and, and try to, um, uh give me some tips about you know if i wanted to work for their company what what i was looking at what what the scene kind of looked like you know and mm-hmm. and people were very stoked to just kind of share their lives with me so um that's great yeah, so that's good to hear it, it was a very it was a very kind of a um pass it forward attitude that everybody had so
1: hmm. And what did the conversations look like? Because I have a lot of students that that I've worked with that will, you know, they, they feel a little uncomfortable about doing that. They're, they're you know, they're like, well, I'm not quite sure what to talk to them about. I'm not sure what to say. I don't I don't. What, how do I have a conversation like that with somebody that I've never spoken to before?
0: So um, <laughs> that's that's a really an- easy answer that uh, Gwen hits really hard and that's get them to talk about themselves. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> That's true. I do do that. So, <laughs> no, no, not not like like you like you always told me that you said get them to talk about what they're doing, what their job mm-hmm. is like, what their challenges are, what they have uh, a rough time doing, what the, what their you know successes are, or whatever. Um, if you get them talking about their company and their experience and how they got into code and how they learned, you know, and and what it was like for them to be new in the business and stuff, like they all have something to say about that, you know. And mm-hmm, they all mm-hmm. have a piece that they can relate to you. You know, you're you're sharing yourself with them, saying, "Hey, look, I'm a vulnerable idiot who's just starting out." And <laughs> tell me about, you know, w- how you got through that. You know, right? And mm-hmm. and they they all they're all very willing to spend some time talking about how they got through that, <clears throat> how they got started in it, um, and also like what. A day in their life looks like you know and after that at that point um you know after we were kind of on that level and stuff they they almost like volunteered their services to you you know or to mm-hmm. me which they would be like well let me help you out with this i know a guy who knows this you know and 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 my networking just kind of went crazy um from that yeah. point and um i was able to get lots of conversations with lots of different people um not all of them went very far Um, Mm -hmm. but others did, um, but just directly reaching out to people helped a ton and, and got me a bunch of interviews at different places. Um, but reaching out directly to the chief technical officer of the company that I'm working at now was what got me into that position when I asked for a conversation with him and, Mm -hmm. and I basically asked for an interview at their place um, through LinkedIn. And, and he, he's, uh, that was just kind of a luck of the draw thing is what I consider it, um, being is, is that after having, uh, reached out to so many people like that and tried to like meet up with them and talk to them and stuff like that, I kind of got in the practice of it and, you know, gained traction here, lost traction there. And finally with, when this person came along, he said, he said, look, I'm not really looking to hire anybody for, um, you know, with your experience and stuff, but would you be interested in, in an internship, you know, and, and, and because it was the CTO, I said, I I said, absolutely. With, with the company that you have, I would be definitely interested. Um, how can I go about that? And then he passed my name on down to the, the director of development. And, and then I was, and, and because it kind of fast tracked my, my application process, had I applied to their company, I would have never got in because they get tons of applicants all the time and nobody cares about it. But because I went, but because I talked to a real person, you know, and said, I'm interested in interviewing there. Can I interview there? You know, he, Mm -hmm. um, passed me on to their, the director of their development. And he, um, you know, if I was in the director's position, I'd be like, Oh, the CTO is passing me a name. I should interview them, you know? (laughs) So exactly, yeah. That, that's kind of what happened. So it got you, a,
1: it borrowed you a lot of credibility.
0: Yeah, exactly. Gave, gave me credibility and, and he liked to see that initiative too. I, I've had conversations with the CTO a couple of times since then and stuff. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I, I wanted to see that initiative. So I'm glad that you reached right out to me and, and asked me for an interview and everything and stuff. And, and he didn't, he didn't hesitate in passing my resume down. Um, and saying, Mm -hmm. get this guy an interview because, you know, he, he, he liked that directness, um, instead of what he, you know, probably the, his typical applicants that he gets, which are just loads and loads and loads of, of online resumes. So.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And LinkedIn it made prof- you stand out that's yeah. for sure it sounds like you know that he was appreciative of the fact like you say that you know he he recognized that that showed a lot of right appreciative.
0: and there was mm-hmm. and there was a few other companies that also kind of that that also expressed that same that same really? appreciation that there were they they said yeah thanks for you know i mean it's good that you talk to me or you know even even when i took employees out to lunch who didn't weren't in director positions and stuff who hooked me up with their Mm -hmm. (laughs) managers or or their leads or whatever, you know, um, Mm. it was, it was easy to see that that gained me a lot more ground than, um, had I just been still submitting applications, I would, I promise you I wouldn't be hired. Right. <laughs> well, that's so. that's
1: good for everyone to hear. You know, that's it's one of those things that, um, it, you know, Dan, you and I have talked about this before. That um, I have a lot of students who have who you know who have really struggled with that. That you know they're they're <clears throat> some of it's a you know kind of a deference that they're that they're nervous about offending someone or uh, you know who are you and you know, why would I you know why would I want to talk to you or that kind of thing. They're they're intimidated by it right. really, and and that uh, you know to hear that you had uh, you know not only. Did they not go running and screaming the other way, but that they actually were receptive to it? And not only that they were receptive to it, to go one step further even to say that they appreciated it, they, right. th- that that actually was a, a, a mark in your favor, you know—that they, that they viewed that as a positive thing. Right.
0: And it and it was like, so just like everything else, it is a skill like it was a little intimidating at first to just like reach out to a complete stranger and be like, can I take you to lunch? You know,
1: I mean, nowadays, like nobody
0: does that and nobody wants to like, I mean, you know, I mean, it's not nobody does that, but like, it's hard to do that. You know, it's hard to accept an invitation mm-hmm. from somebody you don't know and be like, oh, this random stranger wants to take me out to lunch, whatever. He's going to poison me or something, right. you know, but no, like mm-hmm. it was. I found the very, like th- th- those are kind of the fears that I had going into this. I'm like, well, I mean, nobody's going to want to spend time on me or or give me the time of day mm-hmm. and stuff. But when I actually started talking to people, um, it I, I learned it was it was kind of a skill that was like, hey, um, you, you know, to ask people for those conversations and to ask people for their time. Um, mm-hmm. it got easier with time yeah. for me, you know, sure. and, okay. and then right. some of those insecurities and fears kind of left after a little while that was like, it was like, Oh, you know, these people are willing. They, they, not only are they willing, you know, they're, they're, they're like anxious almost to pass it forward. Um, cause somebody did mm-hmm. that for them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, right. Right. So, and, and, and just as, just as I've seen people do it for me. I'm anxious to do it for other people, you know, going down the road and stuff in the, in my future, like when, when, um, I see somebody in my position, I will not hesitate, you know, to be, yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah absolutely. come to me, I'll give you a conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And
1: isn't that funny how that works? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. <laughs> <You know>? uh, <laughs> That's right. That's funny. Um, so that's good to know. Like I say, it's, I mean, it's such a good thing for, you know, the listeners to hear that that you know that it's a very positive thing that it par- becomes part of that community mm-hmm. you know that like you say that paying it forward for that community and that it can be perceived as a as a positive thing and that like i say that you know while you admit it, it wasn't exactly you know just a walk in the park right. <laughs> i had to get used to it i do remember you going through that a little bit it's and, scary. And yeah you know it was a little uncomfortable for me at first but but i did get past it and you you know just kind of dove in head first which was great so um for sure but it, it great to, you know, for the listeners to hear that uh, about a, a, a someone successful, you know, who's right. been placed, who who's found a, a great, you know, role that they really enjoy, and that, that not only that it was, you know, that it that that they had a successful experience with that, just you know, how, in terms of what they felt and and how it turned out, but a successful outcome with it, right. that it ultimately led to, you know, what you ended up, uh, where you ended up, uh, you know, kind of landing. So right, so, so that's good to hear. Let's talk about that interview interview quote-unquote conversation because we've had conversations about this you and I and what that looks like then when you actually go in and obviously there's the technical aspect of the interview um where you know where there's some skill uh evaluation Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing um and identification but um but just in general your your interview um conversations that you had tell us just a little bit about what those were like
0: so the so and this was also a skill to be learned. Um, <laughs> this didn't come overnight. <laughs> uh, so in the beginning mm-hmm. and stuff, um, Gwen uh, would always tell me, uh, "You got to get, you got to get inside their lives. You got to get inside their company and ask them the questions and kind of be the instigator, you know and and ask them um, what kind of you know uh, where it hurts or or where where they where they need some work." And, and that was Mm -hmm. super uncomfortable for me in the beginning. Um, and, and I didn't want to ask that. And, and once I did ask that they would answer and I'd be like, Oh, cool. Interesting. Move on. You know, you ask me the questions now, you know? (laughs) Um, so, so like I, I was very hesitant to jump into that, but that was also kind of a skill that I acquired more towards the end there when, um, I tried to be a little bit more controlling the conversation and turn, turn the conversation to their company and what they do, what their stack looks like, what their, you know, what their, um, employees, you know, what their, what their uh, teams look like and what their teams are working on and stuff. And, and, um, once I did that, um, I, will just say this, the companies that I did that I, kind of turn the conversation on them. Um, they were, uh, much more interested in me than the other companies that, that I let the, those companies do the controlling and do the interviewing and ask me the questions Mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, even, Mm -hmm. even that worked, even getting past the HR, um, interview, that was just like a phone screening. Um, when I took control of that conversation and when I was the one asking the questions, um, not, not overbearing. I, I didn't, right. I was never overbearing and stuff, but being genuinely curious about their company and the things that I had read online about their company impressed mm-hmm. them. So, so, so trying to be trying to be a little bit more proactive about the questions that I was preparing and Gwen helped me with a few, a bunch of the questions of what that would look like with an HR individual versus, um, you know, the, uh, a manager, a dev- dev- uh, development manager. Um, but kind mm-hmm. of, kind of all the same, the principle stayed true is that when I was the one asking the questions and when I was the one who was trying to dig into their company and figure out what they were, um, doing or what they needed, um, that the, the, they were always much more impressed with that. And that yeah. did land me. That was another big part that landed me this position that I'm in currently. Um, and that landed me the the position that I ended up not not going into the full time position was both of those mm-hmm. interviews were were very much um, I played the part in asking them the questions and um, mm-hmm. about about just everything and and that's kind of how I found out that the company that I'm at now um, they they need they didn't have a budget for um to hire a new guy this year, but they needed somebody <laughs> because next year they're they're planning on um you know doubling their workload and their growth and stuff and so they wanted to get started as fast as possible. And when I learned that mm-hmm. I was I was it was it was able to, you know, to kind of be like, oh so you guys need some some people to train. right yeah. now, you know? <laughs> well I'm that guy. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs>
1: So, right. Well, and what you did was you kind of, you know, you got some leverage, you know, you, you had some information that you could capitalize yeah, on, <laughs>
0: Exactly.
1: you know, some of that kind of press on that pain point a little bit and make them feel it. A little
0: exactly. Bit. And, and at the other company also that I was interviewing, um, for like, they, it was kind of funny. I was, I was in front of four of them. Um, there were four people interviewing me and, and, um, I, I like, it was kind of a, it was, it was weird. It was like a, back and forth of who had control of the conversation and stuff, but, um, okay. of who was, I guess controls means who was asking the questions and stuff. Um, but right, it was, right. it was kind of scary at first. Cause I was like, Oh no, I'm not impressing them at all because they were asking me a couple questions until I finally like started, I kind of butt in and was like, well, let me ask you guys a few questions about that question. And then, right. you know, and then I was able to kind of start asking my questions. And then I took, mm-hmm. um, The interview from them asking me about myself to me asking them about what their company was like and where they needed some help Mm -hmm. and stuff and that and that was it was kind of funny to watch the shift in that conversation in that interview because and it kind of gave me a little bit more courage and a little bit more confidence in what i was doing because they all they all of a sudden started acting almost a little bit self-conscious about (laughs) <laughs> so really, yeah, it's it kind of the tables turned, and I didn't mean to make them feel that way at all and stuff. But they just kind of volunteered that they were just kind of like joking around with each other. That was like, oh, well, this isn't going so well, you know. And this, uh-huh. you know, and this, we don't really do that kind of testing and stuff, you know. And and they kind of laughed about it with each other, saying that they were, you know, it almost felt like they were being like they're joking around, like about being self conscious about way that they yeah. were running things and how many different directions they saw their, um, their stack going in. And, sure, and so sure,
1: absolutely. kind of showing that soft underbelly. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, <laughs>
0: um,
1: they, yeah, they, everything's not perfect here. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and, and,
0: and, and I did find that, you know, everybody is very quick to admit that as well. You know, that, that once you start mm-hmm. talking about their company and stuff, people are pretty quick to be like, Oh, well we struggle in this area, you know, this isn't perfect. And, and, um, you know, and, and I didn't have a lot, I didn't feel like I had a really big um, or large knowledge to be able to be like, uh, to ask details about what their company's like. But you, I guess in the end, I figured out you don't really need that knowledge base to ask them simple questions to get them talking about um, the stacks that they use and the problems that they have and their teams, where their teams are struggling and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of yeah. easy.
1: <laughs> they'll give it to you, won't they? Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, even if... <laughs>
1: you don't have to do a lot of, you know, study or research in advance. You know, it, it all, I mean, obviously you want to know what the company does, in that, but, but other than that, you know, they'll they'll they're happy to volunteer that information if you ask, aren't they?
0: Yeah. Yep. And w- uh-huh. with the with the base with the base of knowledge that I had learned at Thinkful, I was able to ask enough questions to get into deep enough of a conversation for them to be. Um, for them to be responding to my, to my question. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so anyways, that, that, that did definitely help. Um, I could, I definitely felt a difference between those interviews where I was, where I had done some research to their company and was asking specific questions about, um, how this works with that, how, you know, how their teams do this and, uh, and their problems and stuff, there's a very stark difference mm-hmm. between those interviews and the interviews at the beginning when I didn't really know what I was doing. And I would just let them ask the questions. Those interviews right. were over in a split second. It was very, it was very unfulfilling, like in a, in, in a sense that I would leave that interview thinking that guy does not give a crap about me or like what I just yeah. told him, you know, like he, like the, those interviews mm-hmm. were very, like, very one-sided, the person would ask me some questions. I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, this is this is my – and it didn't matter how passionate I sounded. Like, oh, I love to mm-hmm. code, you know? I, like I couldn't convince them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I couldn't convince mm-hmm. them to take it.
1: Because then it was con- – because then all it was about, I'm guessing, I may anyway, correct me if I'm wrong, but then it was all, all it was about was, you know, you start sounding like everyone exactly. else. Because of course, everyone that walks to that door is going to say the same thing. I'm so passionate about it. It's, you know, you're trying to sell them something before you really know what exactly.
0: they Exactly. Not in. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. only that, like, like when, like, like you said, like, I think that the huge thing there is you sound like everyone else. You don't stand out yeah. to them. You don't stand out to the HR phone screening. You don't stand out in the 30 second conversation with the CTO. You don't stand, you know, <laughs> you don't, you don't stand mm-hmm. out unless mm-hmm. you um, are able to show a little bit more initiative there and, um, yeah. and ask them, you know, like, even, even if it's um, this happened to me a couple times, even if it, even if it's like asking questions about their company, as far as like, Hey, I read this on your website um, do you guys build this? Is this part of your thing? You know, is this part of your team that you're, (laughs) you know, and, and just even those questions and stuff, they're like, Oh, he actually read our website, you know? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah.
1: Somebody bothered. (laughs) No kidding. That's the truth. Um, and that, you know, that's really interesting. Like I say, I, you know, I, I have a lot of students who, were a little bit again intimidated, a little fearful of having those questions, or though asking those questions or coming in, you know, the, the kind of the standard process. You know, they they ask me questions, and then I will come in with my 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 Google list of good questions to ask in an interview, and you know, it's pretty standard status quo kind uh. of stuff. And like you said, you know, it 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 doesn't. I mean, in a sense, it levels the playing field, but not from a good way. Right. You know, it, it ends up making uh, making them all look alike. Yep. I'm making all the candidates look alike. Yeah. So, so now you had the unique experience. um, Well, unique to some of my students. I mean, there's probably only been a handful of you guys who've had, um, so far anyway, who've had, you know, multiple um, opportunities to sort of try to make decisions about. Yeah, (laughs) And that was, that was a tough spot to be in. I mean, that sound like boo-hoo, right? (laughs) But it was a little bit of a tough spot to be in. You had to make some decisions and Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Talk about So, so yeah, in, in the end there, um, when, when I started, um, kind of following the principles and stuff that I learned, uh, from Gwen and from these other people who've been in my shoes, um, when I actually started, when I say gaining traction, I guess, I mean, like turning heads when I, when people started noticing me Mm -hmm. and I started gaining other people's interest, um, I started, um, getting to the point that it was like, oh no, if this position comes through, uh, what am I going to do about this position? Cause I want this position more or, you know, and, 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 right. and, and like, yeah, boo hoo, like Gwen said, but like, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely a challenge that you want to be in. <laughs> That's a good place to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, right. but at the same time, it's, it's, it's also a little bit unnerving to take that step and just be like, well, if I accept this offer and this offer came in better, you know, um, because because yeah. I did have that happen like I mean not a better offer I don't consider it a better offer but but like I said I I was I was debating between um a couple of not so good offers um and then I had this one that was like on the cuff that I really thought that they were going to offer me a full-time position with a full-time salary and everything, but it wasn't quite mm-hmm. in the languages that I knew. Um, it was more in the Java language um, that mm-hmm. I had done some challenges for them in the Java language. And they sure. were impressed with, with what I had done. And I kind of, and, and they're impressed with the interview and stuff. And I kind of felt that they were going to offer me the position. And I actually had a contact in that company who I know, and he later, you know, after I had accepted this position, he said, "Oh, they were actually really bummed that you accepted this other position because they wanted you." Really. So, but I, I, I mean, that didn't make me. That definitely still made me question, like, "Oh no, did I make the right decision?" But, um, it, you know, in the end, it didn't make me regret my decision to do this um, mm. paid internship to hire. Um, just because, like I said, right. this company was was um, something that I was more interested in, and it was more of the skills that I had learned and th- and come to appreciate and come to love um, for, sure. from Thankful. But, anyways, um, being in that position of of having to choose and stuff, it's kind of like a, um, a weighing priorities, and you know, and weighing mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to figure. out enjoy this more in the long run versus the short run of you know yeah it's more enticing to say oh right off the bat I'm getting a salary and, and benefits whereas the company that I'm at now um, you know they're a little bit more prestigious it's it's a little bit more of a benefit like it, it would it would hold more weight down the road if I could mm-hmm. land a position with them um, versus mm-hmm. had I taken you know the quick positions that were being offered to me, right? So, right. So Absolutely. I did hold off a little bit, and, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and 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 will I mean I I can't say for sure because I haven't landed a full time salary position at this company yet, but I do have a good opportunity at it, and even mm-hmm. you know in the end if 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 I don't, it'll still hold a lot of weight to say hey I I had an internship at Rise Point. Um, Mm -hmm. so, Mm -hmm. so, and, and that might give me an opportunity that's even better. I don't know at this point, but I can say that, that through the decision-making process, when I was weighing the pros and cons of each company, and if I accepted this offer versus this offer, um, I did end up, you know, saying in the long run, if I can get a position, um, through this internship at this company, it would be much more, um, beneficial to me. And uh, you know, part of their pay grade and their, and their way that they treat their employees and stuff is just miles ahead of some of these other companies. Mm-hmm. So that's why I made sure. it to go with sure. this one. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. So, so that was really just, you know, looking down the road beyond exactly. just, you know, kind of initial. Yeah. Like, a, yeah. The absolutely. first, the first
0: sense. offers at salary or the first offers at money and stuff like um, I, th- those weren't as enticing as this, in the long run. So, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. I held off. So that was kind of the decision that I made. Um, other people might've made differently. I still am not positive that I made the right decision, but (laughs) like I said, I don't, I don't regret (laughs) it. So.
1: Right, right. Well, in time, we'll tell of course, you know, that's (laughs) pretty typical, I suppose, but, um, but yeah, you know, so that, well, and that does help to know sort of the, 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 the thought process that was involved, uh, in, you know, trying to distinguish, you know, amongst competing opportunities, you know, even one that, that didn't necessarily look like apples to apples. (laughs)
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, now, uh, advice, you know, just in general, and I've asked you about a lot of specific uh-huh. things and I know we're way past time because we had a little bit of technical difficulties, right. but, you know, we'll patch the whole in all the smaller pieces together to make a whole, co- you know, cohesive okay. whole, basically. So we'll ask everyone to be patient with us, you know, and make sure they listen to the whole thing, but, you um, but,
0: possible. um, get yes, rid of exactly.
1: some stuff. <laughs> yeah, Possibly. Yeah, exactly. Some of my rambling when I'm like, Oh my gosh, what it just happened? Mm-hmm. So, um, but so just in general, what are you you know if you could you know time machine or if you could looking back if you could give some advice to your former self um uh, when you were in the job search process or even as part of the Thinkful community in general <laughs> what what kind of advice would you give yourself anything um particular?
0: so one of the best things that i started i think was was um i asked gwen how i could make some daily goals um, or set up some sort of program that would take me into a position. (laughs) And, um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Gwen told me that, uh, she said, she said a good goal that she's worked with, with with her other students is contacting three new people per day and three, um, and then recontacting or, or working with, um, somebody in your past network, um, three of them. Mm -hmm. So, so six Mm -hmm. total contacts per day, (laughs) Um, three mm-hmm. of them being new, just reaching out to random people from random companies, you know, or companies that you want to work at, um, or, mm-hmm. you know, or more researched people it didn't matter. Three new people. And then, th- mm-hmm. uh, three, com- uh, three people from my past network. So that maybe that's continuing a conversation with somebody who I reached out to the day before or two days before. And, and I mm-hmm. would have to say, if I could give advice to, or any advice to people in the job search, that probably helped me the most. Um, just because, because that got, that grew my network very quickly, um, and helped me get over lots of fears (laughs) of Mm -hmm. talking to people (laughs) and reaching out to people. And, and it helped me, um, uh, turn heads. So get noticed and talk to real people. So, um, before that, before that, it was very scary to, um, talk to people and to get things done. It was very hard to like measure, um, you know, every day, like where I was at in the job process. But when I started doing that, um, things became a lot more easy to kind of understand how Mm -hmm. to, um, how to network and the benefits of a network and um mm-hmm. also helped me kind of grasp um get gain a better grasp on um how I should be going about applying to positions you know and talking mm-hmm. to real people mm-hmm. kind of so your hand. Yeah, exactly absolutely. raising your hand mm-hmm. and saying hey you know i want to talk to you you know <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and-
1: exactly that really built you a lot of momentum. Yeah, it, it, it,
0: it was, it made all the difference. It made all the difference. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I would love to pass that advice on to other people. Um, if they're having a hard time in the job search and stuff, reaching out to real people, um, you know, three new and or three new people in a new contact way, and then three people in your old contacts. <laughs> um, sure,
1: sure. Absolutely.
0: Really very, very important to what, to the momentum that I gained. So,
1: okay, good, mm-hmm. good. That's great. To, that's great advice actually. And, and you know what, honestly, Dan, you know, you prompted some of that, um, some of that Um, uh, sort of that daily goal kind of thing. Um, I did have a couple, you know, I did have some students that I had recommended that they, you know, they have, you know, kind of a target that they try to meet. And, um, and in fact, I've since built a, a, a productivity, kind of basically a couple of different tools. But um, every time I talk with a student and I find that they benefit from a particular approach or whatever the case might be, I try to systematize mm-hmm. it as much right. as possible so that everyone can try to benefit from it. So, you know, I've got a couple of different variations, one within which, you know, uh, it's kind of a, um, an activity tracker in a sense that, okay, so what's my goal? I want to, you know, you might enter, you know, three people or six people or whatever the case may be. And then you, you um, monitor that throughout the week. And by the end of the week, did I, meet that goal? And what were the results of that? You know, how how did what turned up from that? Because we don't always track how, uh, how our activities uh, impact our, um, you know, our outcome in a sense. And I think that's really important to be able to, to connect the two. And clearly, you've talked, you know, you've talked a lot about that. I, okay i did this and and here's how it affected me here's here was the outcome that you know that resulted from that so you know you've clearly made a good connection between the two the activity and the outcome um a lot of times it's hard for us to find that connection you know we sort of feel like we're throwing stuff against the wall so being able to track it for some people really d- it does benefit them but um there was an, uh, a component of i remember you talking about that and saying you know i just i need some goals i need you know kind of some OK, that will guide what I can do or what I need to do each day. Right. Kind of give me a OK, this is my task. This is what I have to do every day. And if I do that, then I will be productive. Right. Um, and uh, I know I've used your story a couple of times since then um, with some students saying, hey, you know, I, I have I have a student who you know kind of did the same thing. And, you know, and I and I genuinely tell them. I can just about guarantee you that I just told somebody this last week that if you, you know, if you do this, three people, three people, that if you do that in a month or so, you're going to have a job. And I'm confident enough to say that, you know, I mean, I'm confident enough in, in, you know, I'm in my belief in that that it is effective to be able to say that. So it's great to hear a a student who is six, you know, who's, who's, who's achieved success and and been placed, um, you know, satisfactorily in a, in a, Place he's, he's right. happy with in a job he's happy with that did find that success that, that, that see, I wasn't yeah, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I told you that last week. I wasn't wrong. Really? It's true. Yeah. No, <laughs> it,
0: know, it, it know, definitely but... helps. I, I would not have like all of the interviews that I, that I received and all of the heads that I turned all started with that goal. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. there were, there That's were great. none, there, none of the um, interviews or, you know, heads that I turned or conversations that I had came from any other time. (laughs) They all came from that. Yeah. So so it was really Well, That's
1: great. Great to hear you guys listening. (laughs) 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 Hopefully everybody's listening. That's, you know, they ought to be listening and hearing that. So that's, and I took Saturdays and Sundays off.
0: Yes. So I, so, so, so I did get get a mental break from the pressure of being like, Oh no, I have to get three Mm -hmm. people today. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so. that's right was it how difficult was it to find
0: three people for each um category each through day? the beginning it was kind of rough until i got a hold of the whole mm-hmm. linkedin thing <laughs> um mm-hmm. and then, yeah and then it got easier um just kind of learning you know to reaching out directly to people and just you know having conversations with them on linkedin um through linkedin chat mm-hmm. and stuff uh that became easier uh and so like b- half of my day was spent Reaching out to um, three new people, you know, and then like a few hours, maybe three old people, and then um, the mm-hmm. rest of the day was kind of planning for the next day, you know. <laughs> and, right, right, sure, absolutely. and and also mm-hmm. trying to better my skills at, at programming in general. So it was it was definitely kind of a rigorous routine. Um, it's not it's not by any means leisure easy. Um, because yep. yeah. I mean, you <laughs> no, would think sure. that six. I mean, six reaching out to six people per day wouldn't be super hard, but it is, you know, (laughs) but it's worth.
1: Well, and a lot of that was research, right? You know, trying to find the people, which are the right people. And And mm -hmm. even yeah,
0: getting on LinkedIn um, to these company websites and finding out who works there and finding out if you have any connections in common or whatever, you know, and, and even Mm -hmm. just, and Mm -hmm. yeah, even, even like uh, if I talk, if I'm talking to somebody from my old network and just be, and they recommend a new name for me, me reaching out to that Mm -hmm. person, you know, that's like, that takes time. That takes all networking. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And you've kept
0: up with that. since. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, there's, yeah. The the network that I have now, that's a lot more established because of that. I still, I've been updating everybody and talking to everybody and stuff and, and, and I've tried to Mm -hmm. pass it on, like I said. So
1: Absolutely. Well, and, and, and I think, you know, it's about relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, networking is about relationships. Relationship is not just adding a bunch of context to your list. I mean, I see you were, I'm trying to remember what were you at when we started? How many context connections did you have?
0: Oh, like on LinkedIn? Oh, I don't know. Like an embarrassingly small amount, Mm -hmm. like. (laughs)
1: we <laughs> might have yeah. been like 24 yeah. oh believe me i have i have a lot of students that i was his very first connection yeah, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's nothing embarrassing about it everyone starts somewhere but i I want to say it was maybe around 25 something like that and i see you're already up to just in you know the few short months since we started working together over yeah. 200 so yeah. you know it's not necessarily about the quantity but as you you know kind of are a testament to is there's quality aspect to it too. You know, if you can have thousands of people that you're connected to, but if you don't really know any of those people and you have no contact with them and you don't build any kind of relationship with them beyond just being connected with them, that's not really a useful. Yeah, exactly. It's not necessarily, you see a lot of times recruiters will have these, you know, 14,000 plus connections, you know, that doesn't really get you anything, you know, uh, uh, except that, you know, (laughs) that and two will get you on the bus, but it's, it's, um, It's more about the quality of those connections and building the relationships beyond just getting connected, because that's, you know, I had had a student who uh, probably more than one who said, you know, I I go to, you know, events or whatever, and and I connect with the people that I meet there on Mm -hmm. LinkedIn and that's as far as it ever goes. And I think, well, you know, you're not really making valuable or, you know, kind of a wise use or right. um, optimal use of those, of those connections, those people that you're meeting. Yep. So, you know, those opportunities. So it's great to hear that you're, you're keeping up with that. That's wonderful. Yep. Um, and also a good lesson. Yeah. So I, I'm also going to say, you know, we were um, uh, talking just prior to talking with you, we talked, talked with um, Nick mm-hmm. Coleman, who I think you I think you and he had spoken before. You know he's local. He's he's in Salt Lake. Yeah,
0: yeah, Nick. Uh huh. Okay. Um, well, um, a few times at meetups and stuff, and yeah, okay. chatting with
1: him. Well, hit 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 Nick up. He's working remotely. Yeah. <laughs> he said he can use all the social interaction he could <laughs> <he can catch. laughs> get. He loves the oper- the flexibility that it offers him, and he does go in once a week. Loves his job is not in any way unhappy with it but he said you know it does sometimes get a little lonely you know (laughs) he he said and in fact he even mentioned hey if anybody you know any listeners if anybody's in the if anybody's local in the salt you know you can hit me up on slack or whatever but if anybody's local in the salt lake area give me a call if you want to get together yeah exactly
0: Yeah, serious.
1: So, I'm sure Nick would. You know, he's on Slack at Nick Coleman. So, if uh, you know, hit him up if you have a t- chance, and uh, you know, maybe hit a, a, a pub or you know, local um, watering yeah, hole yeah, or <laughs> coffee shop or whatever, and uh, and get together with him and and slap yeah, stories. And,
0: and I I yeah. offer the same to anybody else too. If anybody wants to contact me here in Salt Lake or locally or out not locally, it's fine with me. I'm happy to talk to anybody. Fantastic. <laughs> (laughs)
1: That's great. That's great. And you're at Dan Writing on Slack, right? Dan
0: Writing. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Fantastic. All right, great. Well, thank you so much, Dan. I really appreciate my all your pleasure. time, and apologize again, <laughs> once again, for all the technical no. difficulties. We kept you a little bit longer than I had planned. So, um, so thanks for sparing all that time from your lovely family, and um, uh, we'll let you go and, and get back with them. But, uh, but it's absolutely fantastic to talk with you again. And let's make sure we keep. Thank in touch.
0: you, and it's my pleasure. I wouldn't have been anyone <laughs> okay. or anything without you. So. <laughs>
1: Oh, <laughs> and that may be overstating no, just no, a little seriously. bit. <laughs> you were a willing, you were a willing pupil, a willing student, and and you know you you had the uh, wherewithal and the courage to you know to kind of strike off bravely into this new frontier. Yes, path. that's a that that you take. But on I had no path. idea. What I did, so. <laughs>
0: All
1: right, well, and and it's great to see how you're doing so well. Thank now. Thank you. Glenn. So keep us posted, and and we'll talk again soon. Thank
0: you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. you Gordon.
1: Bye-bye.